Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Mike Sealski, Glenn Mack now going to one. We got Go Birds Radio at one. Is that correct uh, with uh, James and Elliot? Yep. There you go. Where are they going to be today? Do you know? I think they're at Parks. There you go. All right. Today's show, by the way, sponsored by Meridian Bank. Business banking at its best. Visit them at meridianbanker.com. All right, Mike, uh, before I get back to the calls, you wrote an interesting column this week about two kind of desperate franchises in the NFL, which coincidentally are the franchises the Eagles are going to be playing in the next two weeks. One, let's talk about the Washington Commanders and the owner who is now under federal when you get the the attorney general of the United States yes. blasting you in a news conference things are not going your way no it it's not good for Dan Snyder these days um the US attorney's office in the eastern district of virginia is looking into allegedly deceptive business practices by the commanders and Snyder this of course came on the heels of the fact uh that ESPN had this big story about uh, how dysfunctional the organization was and how much the other ho- owners in the NFL hate Daniel Snyder, mostly because they aren't uh, they want him to make them money and he is not doing that. Okay, but two things. One, one of the things that I noticed in this investigation is they're pulling in the NFL for cover-up. Yes. And that goes right to the commissioner. It absolutely does. And that's, listen, if you have one bad owner, you do, but if you're covering up and you're the NFL... That could be trouble for them. Yeah, it absolutely could. Anytime the government gets involved, uh, it's going to be trouble. So, look, it would be better for the NFL. It would be better for what had been one of the marquee franchises in the league if Daniel Snyder just went away. But if he's going to go away, he's going to go away kicking and screaming and hanging on to that franchise by, you know, his See, I, his I don't know. I think at this point, if he's going to go away, he's going to go away with, he said, $6 billion. I don't think he's going to get that, but I will predict this franchise is going to sell within the next year for the most money of any North American sports franchise. It, it is a... Conf- so that's, that's his consolation prize is, here's a fortune. Yeah, but he really has – it was his lifelong dream to own this franchise. And he did. And he did, and he ran it into the ground. And I think you're right. It would not surprise me to see whoever purchased it from him pay $6 billion because the potential on such an investment is so great because there's a generation of NFL fans that have forgotten or never knew – how important Washington was to oh, the league. Oh, yeah. They, you know, big time. Yeah. And it was great going to games down there. Yeah. All right. The other uh, franchise you wrote about is the Indianapolis Colts, in which the owner decided to fire Frank Reich, 
which I hear a lot of people like, yeah, it was time to fire him. Frank Reich had a winning record over the years and did it with a bad hand of like a new quarterback every other week. Five years, five different starting quarterbacks at the start of each season. Yeah. Um, and had a winning record. Yeah. Frank Reich was not the problem in Indianapolis. And the irony of this situation and talking about Dan Snyder is that the one owner who was outspoken about yeah. how damaging Snyder was to the NFL was Jim Irsay, which it makes it look like, hey, don't pay attention to what's going on with my franchise. Look at this guy who's doing it worse. you know. And then they hired Jeff Saturday, who had been an analyst at ESPN, had never coached at any level of football other than high school. Right. And Saturday gets hired basically because Jim Irsay thinks he's a righteous dude. And they, <laughs> I didn't see that in the resume. And they, um, they, they like have nobody because they fired everybody who calls offensive plays. They're playing the Raiders tomorrow. Be interesting to watch that. And then when they play the Eagles next week, it's, I mean, boy, fortune favors the Eagles. Frank Reich, there's been a lot of talk. Uh, what's he going to do now? My hunch is he's just going to kind of relax, kick back. But I also think people say, is he going to go to work for the Eagles? My sense is that he's not going to go to work for the Eagles, but that Nick Sirianni is going to be on the phone with him a lot. Yeah. And that's great. And that is great. Uh, They are tight. They're very close. Everybody knows the role that Reich played in the 2017 season. He was kind of the the genius behind the Philly special in a lot of ways. He was the guy who repped it and, and got the team ready to run it in the moment that they did in Super Bowl 52. Uh, and he'll be a resource to Nick Sirianni and nothing but a good one, I think. Love I, I have a lot of respect for Frank. I do, too. Good man, too. JP in Wincombe, you're on with Mike and Glenn. Hey, JP. Hey, how are you guys doing? Um, Mike, I want to congratulate you for being a great replacement for the greatest of all time. And um, I think you're a fantastic columnist as well. So Thank glad you. you're with Glenn. Best show of the week. I Thanks. appreciate it. Glenn has made it very, very easy. Yeah, well. Yep, yep. Great co-host. So uh, my comment, uh, in order to get to the unsung, the comment is about the Phillies and the aftertaste, and there's been a controversy brewing during the daytime show about whether the, it's something positive or to be criticized because of the uh, the last three games of the World Series. And my strong feeling is that the Phillies were just simply beaten by a much better team with phenomenal pitching, and I'm so satisfied with what a phenomenal, entertaining run, great comebacks. That Harper home run will be, you know, enshrined with, you know, the pictures of Tugger and uh, Lidge. I mean, it's one of the greatest moments in Philadelphia baseball history, period. It is. It is. So on that, you know, uh, the day of, the day after, a couple days, game six, really disappointing. Why in the world did Thompson take out the pitcher? How come the offense died? Reese Hoskins, Jeezy Blue, another thing. But over time, JP, I think we all kind of, you know, deal with that and say, God, it was, it was, it wasn't a great season. It was a great yep. month and a half or whatever, and and enjoy that part, celebrate that part. There were too many fun moments to simply forget about them, right? There was the Hoskins home run and the bat spike. Yeah, there was. Yeah. The, the inside the Parker by real music. Exactly. The <laughs> the comeback in game four against the Padres where they start bombing home runs all over the place. As you said, JP, the Harper home run in game five. The energy in the ballpark just for game three of the World Series. Yeah, they go on and lose the series, but to be there that night 
And to feel that when Harper hits the home run in the first inning and they start piling on, you know, just because they didn't win doesn't mean that the feeling of what that night was about and the possibility that they could win a championship goes away. You, you hold on to those things. Who is your unsung hero? Well, I have to first put in a second emotion for whoever called in about Mixville because he was fantastic on a horrible team in the 70s prior to the uh, arrival of uh, uh, Big Mac, George McGinnis. He was. And, of course, the doctor. I mean, he, All right, he, so that's that one. Do you have one of your own? I absolutely do. Uh, sort of the uh, Matisse Seibel who could shoot. There was such an important bench player with the 83 Sixers. That'd be Clint, Mr. Hutch, Hustle, Richardson. Richardson. Clint Richardson's not bad. Not no. bad. That's pretty good. Going That's back a ways for Kyle Quinn. Got to know who you're working with. Kyle Quinn, how many players can you name on the 1983 World Championship Sixers? Uh, Tony, Ivoroni. Uh, you knew that because it came up earlier. Doc. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who was Moses. the center? There you go. Okay. Uh... Uh, uh, Hall of Fame point guard. Did I not say? Uh, you didn't. Okay. Later coached the team. Uh, Mo Cheeks. There you go. Yeah. Nicely done. That's okay. five. All and right. Then, uh, Greatest Clint sixth Richardson man of the era. His name came up earlier today. North Carolina's own. Uh, first name B. Oh. Oh. Bob. Uh, oh, I don't know. Bobby Jones. Stomp. Okay. That's all right. You did all right. That wasn't bad. Thank Not you. bad. Not bad. All right. Uh, Chris in Newark. Yeah, Newark. Hey, Chris. Got to get my Newarks from my Newarks. Thanks for that, man. We, yep. We're very good down here. I know. That's important. <laughs> so, you just said uh, over time. So, can I start with my uh, unsung hero based upon that over time? Yeah, sure. Sure. So, uh, 1980 was my teenage wheelhouse. And uh, the last time the Phillies played the Astros, the Phillies would not have won the World Series or had advanced to the World Series were it not for, for Manny Trio's right arm and his clutch bat. Mm-hmm. It was the NLCS, but I think maybe we've forgotten about him a little bit, even though he is on the wall of fame. I think it's a good one in terms of what Mike said. If you think about that team, you think about Schmidt and Carlton and Rose and Luzinski and a whole lot of people before you get to Manny Trio. But you're right. They don't win without him. Yeah. He didn't spend a lot, was he? Like four years, Four years maybe? is all he was with the Phillies. Yeah, and um, yeah, certainly was a great contributor. It's not bad. Those, Very those good. Those relay throws from right field from Dave McBride to Trio to Boone were Dave Parker-esque all-star game throws. Yeah. You know what many Trio would do also? He'd pick yeah. up a routine ground ball and kind of hold it. Yeah. And look at it. <laughs> And make the batter run, and then fire it over to Rose at you know ninety miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. Ranger Suarez does that. It's great. Yeah, yeah. So, um, um, you said this was, relates to your Phillies point today. Well, well, no, that was just from from the previous caller. You said, uh, you know, oh, got it. Yeah, yeah. over time, but um, Phillies can't keep paying everybody. Can they? Can they buy a World Series championship? That being said, how important, how imperative is it for the Phillies minor league players to come through and and be the guys that they need them to be? The you need both. It, it, listen, yeah. it's a it's a great it's a great point to bring up because you need both, right? Right. The the team from '08 to '11 was mostly homegrown, yes, and they added free agents uh, smartly. So, yeah, 
And I know Cliff Lee was after 08, but whatever. They added Cliff Lee, uh, Halliday, I guess they got through Trey, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and the 07 team wasn't one that needed to make a big free agent move in order to win a uh, championship. You, right. You had guys like Shane Victorino and Jason Wirth, who had been smart, strategic chances. Yeah, boy, those were really good acquisitions. That they Pat Gillick nothing took. when they, yeah, Wirth was basically doing nothing yeah. and they got him victorino was a rule five guy mm-hmm. who had waited brought in yeah um so yes those were good this team has a lot of money it has an owner who will spend uh i think adding one primo free agent the shortstop whoever it is this offseason will be it but you do need those young players to come up because you you have to balance your payroll with guys you can afford to pay it's by early we talked about uh brandon marsh right you're not going to go out and sign a high price center fielder you got a guy who's fine right just to read a quote from dave dombrowski during the gm meetings this week quote we have complete flexibility to do what we like so yeah they're gonna spend not only are they gonna spend because they want to win a world series they're gonna spend because the fulcrum of the franchise bryce harper wants them to spend you know and he has john middleton's ear and so they're gonna go out and they're gonna get a shortstop uh and i think you know, our previous caller, Chris, is right that you've got to bring up some of those younger players. I think you'll see that more in the rotation with the possibility of one or two of these young arms kind of breaking through in 2023. It's been a long time since we've been able to have a caller talk about our cheapskate franchise, whichever one it is. Yeah. A cheapskate owner. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't get it with Lori. You don't get it with Middleton. No. And this playoff the run Sixers helped. Sixers issue is not that they're cheap. No. No. And the Phillies playoff run helped. You know, they had a long time there where people were not coming to the ballpark in the way that they had been. And now, you know, you're you're cresting upward in that regard, too, in popularity and in ticket sales. Nancy in South Jersey's got some issues with the Sixers. What are you thinking, Nancy? <laughs> After listening on hold for a while, I feel like I'm piling on. But... uh First of all, this has just been such a blah down week. I really miss baseball, and yeah. it's over. And there was no Eagles game yep. to watch. You I, know? I feel exactly the same way. It was a <laughs> long week. Yeah, and so my last resort is watching the 76ers, I guess. you know. <laughs> and I, I won't say that. It's just that basketball is not my favorite sport. But I don't just, you know, and I yeah. watch it. You oh. know, I enjoy the broadcast. One of the things I like best about the – current Sixers broadcast is I love Kate Scott and Ala Abdelnabi. Yep. I think Kate Scott is great. I do too. I love yes. listening to her. And in this game against Toronto, even the announcers were bored. I <laughs> like that's what stuck out at me is that it was like a really dull day at the office and they were just struggling for something to say. And uh, that made me just start thinking and, I, and I'm not a fire the coach person to jump on the bag bandwagon all the time but while i'm listening to them i'm thinking well what is so different here and in this calendar year you know rob thompson came in and everything changed and now john tortorell is here and everything's changing so maybe that is what needs to happen you know i just uh I think, uh, I think there seems it, to be – we don't do Twitter polls, but I think if we did a Twitter poll, should Doc Rivers be fired, it would be 85% yes. <laughs> I, 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 I agree. I agree with Glenn there. I think that it might, number might even be low 
Uh, yeah. Well, I don't well, know if Doc's well, wife has a burner account. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree done. with that, with with what I'm hearing from all your callers all week yes, long on the station. You, that I is just, correct. Nancy, yeah. who's your unsung hero? My unsung hero is Joe Blanton. Ooh, wow. He toiled in the shadow of Not all of those other superstars, and he was always, you know, he was not yeah. great, but he was always good. He was reliable. And he they was, don't win without him. That's that, Kathy. Yeah, that's yeah. Kathy. Nancy. Excuse me, Nancy. That's really good. That's that's a good one. It's one of the two that I really like today, both by women. Yeah. How about it? Um, although I think I should, you know, Pedro Feliz was, I think... I don't know anybody's topped that yet. Hey, I know people at Shy Vintage Sports. I, 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 I can work it out for you. Okay? <laughs> I need a T-shirt, Glenn. Yeah, I can, I can make that happen. Okay. All right, we got one segment to go. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We look forward to talking to you with Mike Sealski. I'm Glenn Mack now. Don't call me Doc. Uh, United Tires Black Friday super pricing has arrived. Get some of their best tires at the very best prices now. They're offering up to $120 off select sets of BF Goodrich and Michelin tires now through Cyber Monday. Call or go to unitedtire.com for. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.